Hey guys, this is G and Christina, and you're listening to Radical Stepmoms, a podcast about the good, bad, and really ugly moments about raising a child that you didn't create. The two of us bonded over our stepmotherhood experiences, and we want our listeners to feel like you're sitting right here with us, drinking your beverage of choice, and going, yes, hell yes, me too. We get in-depth about the realities of co-parenting, the way stepmotherhood affects a marriage, the relationship with our stepkids, and most of all, navigating the relationship with ourselves. We get real and sometimes use profanity, so keep that in mind if you have little ears around. To make it simple, we'll always put the E for explicit in our title. So pour yourself a LaCroix, a glass of red, or whatever, and listen in on Radical Stepmoms. Hello, you are listening to Radical Stepmoms. This is Christina, and I am doing a very random episode today to talk about how shitty remote learning is. <laughs> and I am having multiple stepmoms on to talk about their experience so far, what they're doing to plan for remote learning, um, and pretty much just to chat and learn from each other because. COVID and this pandemic has really taken a toll on all of us and uh, parents and teachers. And so we're just going to try and figure it all out. Hello, ladies. Hi. Say hello. Take off the mute button. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, first, let's just go around and introduce yourself. Uh, How many kids do you have at home? What's your remote learning situation like so far? Um, and then we'll dive into some questions. So I'm going to start with Natalie. Hi, Hi Natalie. Natalie. Um, I'm from Chicago. My two stepkids, 13 and 10, um, they live with us full time and they see mom every other weekend. And our remote learning is they will be in person Tuesday and Thursday and every other Monday and Wednesday remote. Friday will be with mom and that was a whole thing on its own. So one big crazy dry erase calendar happening over here. (laughs) That sounds crazy. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Yeah. And you're a teacher. So it's like, hi, welcome back. Be a mom, be a teacher. Good luck. Here's your face mask. Yeah. And don't uh, forget the sanitizer. <laughs> yes, wash your hands, don't touch your face. Yeah, that's the motto of 2020. Um, Hannah? Hi, I am the stepmom of a 10-year-old girl. We have her 50% of the time, one week on, one week off. And then I also have a bio daughter that's 18 months. And any day now, I'm going to be delivering a bio son. So on top of um, virtual learning 100% when we have my stepdaughter, I'm also going to be dealing with a newborn. Holy shit. And as of Friday, we changed school districts for my stepdaughter. So it's all learning curve. (laughs) Uh, Did you watch my stories last week? Yes, I did. And we actually initiated wanting her to change. So I looked at my husband and was like, well, you know, everyone's talking shit about exactly what we did, but it's okay because our situation was different. <laughs> but I got totally different. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, girlfriend, well, congratulations on all the babies. Um, there's going to be lots of oxytocin running through your house. That's really exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's busy over here. 
Uh, Julie, welcome back. How are you? <laughs> really good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. It's been so long. <laughs> um, so I'm Julie. You heard me on the Childless Stepmoms episode. Um, and so I think basically I'm kind of just getting my feet wet into this whole thing where kind of, you know, our move-in was put on hold due to COVID. We're kind of trying to decide, do we do that? Do we not? Um, I got to watch from my like kind of air conditioned one bedroom apartment as my partner struggled through, um, you know, learn like homeschooling his son uh, who's eight um, at home. And so I'm kind of feeling like if, if his parents do decide to, to homeschool him again this year, they're kind of deciding, do we send him back? Do we not? Um, I, I feel like I can, I can take on uh, a little bit of that of that load for kind of the good of, of everybody. So I'm basically just here to learn from the collective wisdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And Mama Joy. Yeah, that's my Instagram name. That's how I put it. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Joy. Um, from Ohio, and three step kids, nine, seven, and five, and then two of our own, which are almost two and three months. Holy moly, your house is full. And then we'll have my nephew as well for remote learning, uh, who is six. What? So, and it's 100% online. He's starting, so your nephew is six, so he's starting kindergarten? No, nope, he'll be going to first grade. First grade, okay. My youngest stepdaughter will be in kindergarten. So we'll oh. have a fourth, second, first, and kindergartner. Are you, do you just have like a room full of desks at this point? Like how, are you like going to be at a chalkboard all day? No. So my stepson did, um, homeschool, not homeschooling, summer school. So it's going to be around the same thing. So he was fine in his bedroom doing his thing, listening to the teacher. So he'll be in his room. Um, the seven-year-old will be at the kitchen table, which is right next to our living room. And then, uh, kindergartner and first grader we have a card table for them to sit at so that I can monitor them but also the littles too wow. and then my husband's working from home full-time so <laughs> you're gonna have a full house yes oh my goodness okay well thank you ladies for joining um I think we're all just trying to learn from each other at this point because hey we've never done this before this shit is crazy um so the, in polling the audience on Instagram of what they were most concerned about um, is issues with the other mom, <laughs> issues with bio mom, issues with her um, being in charge of it and not trusting her, issues with her not doing any of it, um, which I think in many situations are a legit concern. So. Um, if any of you can kind of speak to that, um, I can speak to it, but I want someone else to talk first. So are any of you also concerned about how the other side is going to handle remote learning in their home? I can say something. So <laughs> obviously back in March, you know, it was all like, hey, you're doing remote learning, you know? Um, and so my stepkids go Thursdays and they're going to be there Friday. So like Friday during the day. So she was handling that 
we had issues back then on like, oh, you know, you didn't hand this in on your weekends with your mom. And it was just the constant like back and forth because it, you know, we just knew when the assignments were not being turned in. It was not our weekend, you know, it was right. weekends with mom. So it's already, you know, something that we know goes down. And I guess mom has a new job now and she actually was trying to on her Fridays during her parenting weekend, wanting to drop the kids off here so that I could, you know, do e-learning and I'll just pick them back up at 320. And I was like, nope, absolutely not. I was like, that's your parenting time per our parenting agreement. Mm -hmm. uh, if there is no school, the agreement says 3.30, like we called our lawyer, like we don't mess around with stuff like that. She literally sees them 10 days a month and she doesn't want to do e-learning with them for um, what, four, how many Fridays are in a month? Four? <laughs> Three or four. Yeah. <laughs> literally, because on Thursdays they will be in person. Mm. So for someone not to take that accountability like it just stresses me out mm -hmm. but it's like I know it's something I can't control so my uh stepdaughter's in fifth grade so we just kind of try to keep our solid routine here and say do the same thing at your mom so it's not consistent there she's like well sometimes we like go to our aunt's house and that's it because my mom's working and I'm like and it's so hard because it's like you want to, well, first, in any sense, it's hard not to talk poorly of the other side, but it's when it's so blatant, like, but school is important, like school, you should care about and your mom doesn't care about it. And to keep that structure and to expect kids who are kids, I mean, even the most like self-reliant or, you know, motivated kids struggle to be like, okay, I need to sit. I mean, adults struggle with that. So the expectation of these kids to be like, yeah, you know, that's really hard. It's really hard to have that expectation. So, so you put that boundary in place. So bio mom is going to have her on Fridays. And is it just a hope that she's going to do what she's supposed to do? Um, I, I think so. It's like, they'll do <laughs> they'll do some of it um my stepson is 13 and he's on the spectrum so he's nonverbal. Mm -hmm. so we could expect my stepdaughter to you know she could be self-sufficient as much as she can but with him it's like there's no you go and you set yourself up and you work because it right. just doesn't look like that with him you know it's right. a sit down and do um, and then accountability for devices. That was another thing. Like yeah. <laughs> last year we had the teacher say, oh, you know, um, your, uh, you know, your stepson was, I'll just won't say a name, but you, your stepson, you know, uh, we had his iPad and they were, you know, he is not to be used to watch Netflix. And I was like, Oh, no. Can you tell me what days that were? And you know what days that was. So, you know, just worrying about that, too, is like, I just, that's yeah. where all the stress comes from. So we just try to keep as much routine. And I think the most thing that I remember 
is not to stress about what we can't control, even though that's like the hardest thing of our life, because right. that's literally yeah. like everything literally right? our life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we just try to, on our side, keep a routine, keep it consistent, and then pray that they do some of that in their other house too. Yeah, I think, uh, so in our house, I mean, we're going to have as much structure as we can. So to fill everyone in, uh, we've decided, well, we sent an email to Biomom today saying, hey, we're not going to be doing homeschool. This is what we're going to be doing. You know, we think that this will be best. We want to do 100% remote learning. Um, we're going to have a space in our house completely set up for like the classroom because during, you know, last year he was just at like our kitchen table and that was just because we were like, Oh no. But now it's like, okay, he needs a space that's separate from everything else that he's doing. He needs to like have a space that he can associate with school. So we're going to do that. Um, but you know, we don't know what she's going to do. Um, we are still waiting her reply. So we don't even know how she's going to respond <laughs> to, um, our, our, um, I guess, not going along with her idea again. Um, but I, do you have, Natalie, do you have a relationship with Biomom where you can say, Hey, this didn't get done. This is what needs to get done. Like, I think another question that kind of, that came in was what is a good balance of check-ins and what is a good balance in keeping that communication between households? Because in our scenario, it's like, even though we parallel parent, when it comes to holding him accountable, holding her accountable, when stuff is actually like, we have to in some way be collaborative, you know, we have to communicate, right? So do you, Natalie, have the relationship where you can be like, hey, this needs to get done. What are you going to do about it? Um, yes and no, because we also parallel parent because our bio mom is, I don't know, undiagnosed bipolar. Like we will communicate. We only strictly communicate through the talking parents app. Mm. There's no phone calls. There's no like interaction face to face because there's just been so much before that after we went to court, like there's that's how we communicate. Sure. So that message could either be taken like, you know how Christina, you mentioned the over kindness that you're like, ugh, you know, you're like, okay. Or it could just be total like blow up. Don't tell me what to do in my house. So we never really know what we're gonna get. Right. <laughs> so yeah. that's really hard and um, last time that we did have that issue, we did send a message and we said, you know, this is what we did. Um, this is what went down when she was at your house and she tried to lie about it. So this is what we did and just letting you know. Sure. Like an FYI, do it, yeah. do with it what you will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's mostly the consensus of what we do all the time because we mm -hmm. just never uh, anyone else, Joy or Hannah, Julie, anyone else concerned about how Biomom is going to participate when it comes to remote learning? Yes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
similarly to Natalie in March, you know, when we all got thrown into this, I was immediately working from home full time. So had time in theory to be able to dedicate to um, virtual learning remotely and bio mom was not for a while and then later went on unemployment so had extra abundance of time to spend with um, my stepdaughter but ended up all of that time was spent doing projects for an Instagram page she runs or going to trips on to the beach and not doing homework assignments and things would sort of kind of get done eventually or she'd come to us on the Thursday afternoons and we'd rush to finish things before they were on Friday um, but obviously school was a little less structured for I think for a lot of people back then and so now looking at every day things being due we're concerned that things aren't going to get turned in so now you know with a new teacher new school district we've already reached out to the teacher and asked him let us know as soon as something is not turned in and basically without like blaming anyone you know but yes um at some point I guess she's going to be going back to work and so has already set the standard that my stepfather may not be in class or may not be participating in things even though she's fully capable of providing someone to do that with her on her time but um yeah, I think you bring up a really good point that in general, I think it's really important to talk to teachers and let them know about the family dynamic, like, hey, this, you know, you know, Sally has two homes and, you know, this is the schedule. And I mean, I've done that since my stepson started school, but I think now, especially when it's remote learning and it's a completely different environment week to week or day to day or whatever your schedule's like to absolutely reach out to the teacher or the instructor and just explain, hey, he's with us these days, he's with her these days, please keep the communication open because I feel I, my fear is that things are just going to get lost. And I mean, right before COVID hit, we were working on a science project with my stepson, ugh, which was just horrific in and of itself because working with third grade science is, ugh. but she didn't even know that there was a science project and a science fair. Like she was not in the know at all. We worked on the entire thing and then reached out to her and was like, hey, are you gonna be at the science fair? And of course, she didn't know what the hell we were talking about. So I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure, do homeschool. You're gonna be great at it. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that I am also just really concerned of how seriously they're gonna take it because, and I don't know what it is, why on our side of things, we are, I mean, is it, can we just talk about that for a second? Like, why is it that we feel like we're taking this so seriously and our biggest concern is that they're not? Like, what does that say? I don't, they're nodding. They're all muted, you guys. Unmute yourselves and speak. <laughs> like, what does that say? I mean, it shows an example of active parenting. Like we are active in our stepkids' education. Um, yeah. Like a lot and, of the time, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, and to our, 
you know, I mean, birds of a feather. We're all together. You're all radical stepmoms. So we're all collectively like, you know, pulled to each other. So we all have similar circumstances. So I will consider that and that not all bio moms, don't come at me, not all bio moms are lazy and don't care and blah, 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 blah. So I'm just going to put that out there because I don't want nasty DMs later. So continue, Natalie. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, good disclaimer because you know they will, but um, I, it, it just speaks to the active parenting that we do. We're not just like the stepmom, you know, um, for example, a lot of the times the school can view us as just, oh, you're the weekend house or the every other, you know, type of situation. And I know I've had to explain our situation to the office, to the secretaries. Like, I am a radical stepmom because I've gone at it and I'm a teacher. So that mm -hmm. kind of brings it up because I'm like, no, you can't like BS me. Like, I know what goes down. I know how it works in here. Uh -huh. and you're like um you know so just the whole factor of how we're so concerned we're setting up a space we're getting a you know structure done and they're all just like yeah I gotta it's an extended uh, summer <laughs> yeah like there was no concern for you know uh active participation in their kids you know instead of coming to you and saying hey you know what what are you doing at your house so that we can try to keep it the same at my house so that the kids can have a consistent, you know, routine. It was like, Oh, what's the plan for school? And I'm right. like, you have Google and you <laughs> have like the kids, you know, where they go to school. Like your kids have been going to the school district for three years now. Like yeah. I, I'm not your messenger, you know? And a lot mm -hmm. of times, Bio moms expect that from us, like, oh, just let them do the work and just hand it to me. And that's not how it should work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I do want to talk about, um, Julie, I think you're the one that actually submitted this question. Um, but how do you determine your role? <laughs> that's my question. <laughs> how do you determine your role? And, uh, I guess how involved you want to be, um, I personally had to lay it down for my husband where I was like, look, I work out of the home two days a week, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I work in my office. The other days I will be home. However, I have client calls. I have other, th I am working from home. So I can't be fully responsible for his remote learning. And my husband was like, okay, how many days can you be responsible for? And I was like, at most two. So my husband's like, cool. Okay. I'm going to go talk to my boss. And so now on the weeks that we have him, my husband will be home working from home at least two days out of the week as well. So that is super helpful. And I honestly feel a little guilty about it because my husband has to take work like has to take off work in a sense because he works in the field. Like he is a project manager for a construction company. So his work is outside of the home. And then he has to make up the work in other ways. And so I like feel guilty, like, well, it would just be easier if I just did it. And, and 
I can do it and I'm strong and I'm patient. And I'm also thinking I'm going to lose my freaking mind by October. <laughs> so I have to voice my needs. I have to stick up for myself and give him, you know, this is what I can do. I can support you and him in this way. Um, and just drop the guilt because I got to be able to like take care of myself too. And my daughter's home and I have work and a podcast. Like I got shit too. So <laughs> how have, for those of you that are, I mean, Hannah, what the hell? You are going to be in the trenches. How are you going to take care of yourself? How have you decided what you, how you're going to be involved? Tell me. And if I have put a lot of thought into that, and I don't even know if I have an answer. <laughs> but um, similarly, I felt a lot of guilt in that I'm on maternity leave. So on paper, I'm getting paid to do nothing. But then in reality, a toddler and a newborn is as stressful as it is just together, let alone adding in my stepdaughter. And she's great. And she's super helpful. And we're really close. And I think and it's wonderful, but in some ways that's honestly going to make it even harder because she does come to me with all her questions. I could be in the shower for five minutes and she'll come in with obviously the curtain closed and ask me a math question. I'm like, but your dad was right there. He was literally sitting next to you. <laughs> yep. All of us are nodding. That shit happens all the time. Constantly. So we've had to have some conversations about at this time when I'm doing this, you need to ask your dad. And if your dad gets upset, whatever, you think your dad's not going to give you the answer you want, you have to ask your dad because most of the time I'm going to send you to your dad anyway. And that has helped a little bit, but um, my husband and I have had to have a number of conversations. He's in school finishing up his, his college, and so he will be home and available, but also busy in his own right. And so... I, you know, it's going to be day by day and probably based on how much sleep I get with the newborn and how the toddler's doing and, and hopefully we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love your optimism here. Uh, I really do. Uh, I think you're a badass mama. First of all, uh, I am going to check in on you at a later date because <laughs> I want to see if this optimism lasts, but you know, I think that's awesome. And, and I hope that you like, you know, are in tune with what you need for self-care and you learn the word no, and you lock yourself in the bathroom, you know, with whatever treats you need, bucket of ice cream, whatever, because that's a lot. And postpartum is a beautiful chapter in any mother's life, but man, it's hard. <laughs> so, you taking that all on while, um, yeah, with a newborn and a toddler, all that stuff, girl, you, you're a rock star. Uh, Joy, do you want to weigh in? So on that note, <laughs> I just thought of just a couple of weeks ago, I looked at my husband, and I said, we can't have her sit there in our living room because they'll see when I breastfeed the baby. So mm. don't, don't get caught on camera while feeding. So. Oh yeah. Zoom calls. Okay. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Zoom. Thank you. The whole class is like, what? <laughs> okay, what's, what's she doing? Yeah. Um, we have my stepkids 
all the time right now. We're in, currently in court, so things could change. Um, but right now we have them under for some time. I'll be doing most of it. Um, I have a degree in education, so it's my wheelhouse. Like uh, this, this summer I spent doing all letters, letter sounds, and my stepdaughter's reading now. So I was like, we're getting awesome. ahead right now because we're not doing kindergarten online and yeah, dying. Um, so there mostly my responsibility my husband works from home 100 percent, so he's here if i need help or if i'm just like all right i'm done with all of you mm -hmm. tag you're it <laughs> it's so, your turn <laughs> i mean i'm just it's i i love all the different kind of perspectives uh in general and how stepmoms take on you know what they're comfortable with and you know some stepmoms are like nope not my circus not my monkeys nope this is your kid you figure it out um, I'm kind of like a hybrid of that. Um, and it's like, you know, it's hard sometimes to not feel that resentment of, you know, I have my work stuff going on. Like this isn't, he has two parents, like honestly, completely honest. When bio mom brought up, you know, him doing uh, homeschooling, and her taking him more time and us doing a, you know, altered custody schedule, not gonna lie, kind of thought I liked that idea because uh, one, let's have bio mom be a mom for a little bit. Like let's her have her take on more responsibility and let's have her really feel what it's like. And maybe she'll learn something about her kid because obviously she doesn't know him very well. And it gives me some time because I'm losing my mind over here. Like I'm, I was just a little bit like, Hey, let's just consider it and not just completely blow it off because it's an idea from her. Um, but you know, through conversations with my husband and stuff, it, it is better for him in the long run to have peer interaction, a hundred percent, you know, consistency because, you know, ideally they will be returning to the classroom full time. Um, and that's going to be brutal for a lot of kids who are like, but wait, school's not important anymore. Right? Like where's that pandemic? <laughs> um, so if, if any, are any of you experiencing any of that like resentment feeling or that feeling of like, this is going to be too much, I need to redefine what my role, or are you like all in? Julie, I'm so curious of where you're at because you asked the question. So can you kind of share like what your thought process is? So our um, custody situation is, is kind of strange. He's at his mom's on Monday and we have him Tuesday, Wednesday, and then she has him Thursday, Friday, and then we have him Saturday and most of Sunday. So what we would be responsible for is Tuesday and Wednesday. And so I've watched my partner, you know, take, take this on while, you know, kind of having, you know, work struggles that everybody has and keeping up the house and, and doing all of these things. And so I've been, you know, I just started a new job. It's like, I feel way out of my depth in that job. So I, I need to focus on that. And that's, how I felt up until this point, but I think, I think by not taking this opportunity to assist my partner, 
um, if they do decide to keep him home, I think that if I just leave him to it, it isn't fair and it's not getting like the best of my partner when I do have him. Mm -hmm. So I think early on I read something about becoming a stepmom that instead of thinking that you're doing things for the kids, it's that you're, you're doing things to support your partner. And so I think that that mindset, like that's really how I'm trying to go into it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I think it's, it's still, you know, I still do, I have the option to opt out. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, it's hard. It's a hard decision to make, but I think for the quality of my relationship and the sanity of my partner, um, I think it's an opportunity to step up and, and do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, you know, I was talking to a stepmom today, um, in one of our like chats and, um, I was explaining to her that oftentimes when we get into the stepmom role, we don't think about our stepmom role and we don't think about what that really means to us and what we want that to look like. We have this idea of what a stepmom is. We have this belief or maybe we have this pressure and that we're supposed to be a hundred percent all in or whatever. And it isn't until we feel something being challenged or we feel uncomfortable or we feel overwhelmed or resentment starts to creep in and we're like, Oh shit, like this doesn't feel good. Maybe I need to like change something and I have to adjust something. And by that point, your partner's like, but wait, I've, I like how this is going. I like all the things that you're doing. I don't want things to change. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but they have to, if this is going to be at all sustainable. And so what I like to like, Julie, like I said, like, yes, you can look at it that way and that you are supporting your partner and that's awesome. And it's also with that looking at how am I being supported in this too? Because sometimes like I'll speak for myself where it's like, as if I'm asking my husband for favors on how to parent his kid where I'm like, Hey, can you help me with this? And then I'm like, wait a second. You're the dad. I'm supposed to be helping you. It's not you looking at me going, what can I do, babe? And that's my slippery slope. That's where I'm like, Hey, I need you to take on a little bit more responsibility because I don't want to be the one driving the ship. I, I want to be the one like moving the sail or something like, <laughs> I don't that, know. That would fill me with the resentment of like a thousand burning suns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And that's, I feel like, I feel like that this topic in general, just like remote learning, like so many stepmoms are freaking out about this because one, we're having more, more time with the kids Two, as women as mothers in general, caretaking and schooling stuff has historically been laid on our laps. And if we're in relationships where the men like me work outside of the home and I have more flexibility in my job, it gets laid on me even more. So I'm seeing all these like, these like little sprouts of potential resentment <laughs> that are like, starting to show and I'm like oh shit where's that weed killer because I don't want that <laughs> I don't want that to happen so we have to like start like okay so here's here's the beginning of it if I'm going to do these things I I'm going to need it to look like this 
And when I say I need help, I need help. Or however, you know, having those conversations with your partner right now is like essential. Have any of you had like harder conversations with your partner in preparation for this? It wasn't a hard conversation. We're pretty good at reading each other. But um, I've told him I want one day a week to be able to take my almost two-year-old out just for an hour. So I get one-on-one time with her because she's going to get gypped and mm. having my attention with doing everyone else. <laughs> four kids. Yeah. And the baby. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so, and then also he talked to me about, you know, if you need help, just be specific on what you need me to do. Mm-hmm. Like, like if don't just be like, all right, I'm, this is overwhelming. Take over. Okay. Be specific. Okay. I can't figure out how to work this darn computer or sure. stepdaughter. Is it listening? And I'm going to say a bad word while they're in a zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done it. <laughs> um, Natalie or Hannah. Have you had conversations with your partner about this? What are their thoughts? How are they feeling? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Hannah. No, sorry. sorry. <laughs> you want to go? Um, I basically, when we got to so our, our district sent out a survey, like, do you want to do full remote or like, there's a bunch of other options. And then they narrowed it down, like full remote or hybrid, which is like the A and B, like, twice a week and I literally when I got that I was at the point where like I was just at my wit's end and I ugly Kim Kardashian cried in the kitchen and my husband was like did somebody (laughs) die I'm so confused like he just like quarantine like I I was done and I said these are the options I'm like if you want to keep them home I need a sitter because I can't do this 24 7 every day like once a week because my husband like yours he works in construction he works in the field um and if he doesn't work like he doesn't get paid like he doesn't get sick days he's a laborer and um when the kids came to live with us years ago I did a full year teaching and then I took a year off because being thrown into like a full-time stepmom and doing the whole school thing with them and teaching and we were doing court at the same time like I don't know how I'm still alive but I'm still here and <laughs> it was I I told my husband I was like I am not happy teaching like this is hard and like parenting your kids full-time is hard I'm like I need to take a year off and then a pandemic hit and now I was like okay, get me out of this house, you know, like I'm ready. But we did have that conversation where I said, if you want to keep them home, as opposed to doing two days a week, like I need a sitter like one day that they're Mm -hmm. doing it because um, he doesn't, he didn't really partake in any other remote learning because he was always working because we were a one income household. Um, so a lot of that like resentment and guilt that you guys talked about, like mm-hmm. I, I took it on because I was always like, if I say like, no, stay home and like remote learn with your kids and like, can we pay our mortgage, you know, can right. we have gas and life? So that was really hard, but I think we, 
I mean, we survived the pandemic. We're still married. We're not divorced after all of this. So I think having those hard conversations and like you said, asking for what you need, like Joy said, you know, I want one day a week where I'm going to take my kiddo out. Like, that's what I need. And that's what I asked my husband. I'm like, I, you know, if I'm going out with friends and it's a kid weekend, like tag you're it. Like I just, you know, if I'm going to their backyard, I'm like socially distanced because mm-hmm. I need a little distraction, you know, like, and he kind of knows like he has to make it work, you know, because I live my life on a every other weekend schedule. So mm-hmm. for what you need is like really key for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think overall, it's just, I mean, this is, new for everyone. We've never done this before. This is such a unique experience. I feel almost fortunate that we did at least end a school year doing this already. And hopefully not only, you know, did did we learn something in our homes about what's working, what's not working with our kids, but also I hope that the schools are like, you know, getting their shit together and that they have some, you know, some idea of how to make it better um i it's it's like i try and have these like overall patience for the whole situation um but i can't i can't also help like get into the small little bubble that i'm in and just like freak out <laughs> like it's just so much and unfortunately like there's no end i mean some some school, I mean, it all depends on where you're living in the, in the country, um, but, or not country. Julie, you're in Canada, right? Yeah. <laughs> so keeping those borders closed till September 21st. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> we don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess depending upon where you are in the world, but it's, um, it's interesting. And as a stepmom, it's like, I don't know, like all of our triggers are being triggered (laughs) right now. Um, uh, We did have a question. I don't know if any of you have older kids, um, but one of the questions was strategies for older kids when parents are at work. And I don't have older kids, but I think my first thought is to have a discussion about expectations with the older kids and some accountability, uh, probably some consequences if those expectations are not met. If it comes down to going old school and having a schedule on the wall and being like, look, this is what you're responsible for throughout the day. Um, you know, maybe that will be helpful get a bunch of cameras and put them all around your house so you know exactly what they're doing at all times. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kind of. I know. That's how paranormal activity starts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm absolutely terrified about older kids. So to those stepmoms, I love you and uh, I'll send you wine. <laughs> I heard you can pause Wi-Fi too depending on who you have, you can check your devices, like what's being used mm. currently. Um, I think uh, uh, one of my stepdaughter's friend's mom said uh, she's a nurse. So she obviously, you know, they did a lot of time like home, you know, e-learning. 
Um, so she's like, so my trick was we would check in to our Wi-Fi and see what they were on. And if they weren't on, you know, like if it was PlayStation or whatever, and we saw how long it was, like we would just pause it and it would be done. Like they wouldn't have Wi-Fi to it. And I'm like, oh, that's oh damn. Yeah, <laughs> that's hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we kind of wrap up, are there any other topics, any other thoughts or questions you want to pose? We're all just going to take a collective deep breath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can do it. It'll be fine. We'll all get through it. I mean, maybe we won't have the smartest kids ever, but... behind. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, all kids will be behind in some, in some aspect of it, you know, it's, we're gonna, we're gonna make do, I, be gentle with each other, be gentle with yourselves, be gentle with the partners, be gentle, be gentle with your stepkids, be nice to the teachers, like, we're all, like, just be kind to each other, and let's just hope that, you know, we can make it through without, you know, losing our minds. That's all. <laughs> I think the one thing that I keep trying to remind myself of is it's okay to change your mind and keep communicating that to your partner. You know, my husband's fabulous and he wants to help, wants to be on board, wants to take whatever role. But as I think we've all said, you know, it's, it's natural for us to kind of take this on and, and take charge and want to help. And, but at some point, if you're just over it, you know, over anyone, you know, speak up and, and have that hard conversation with them because it, even if it's hard, it makes it easier. Yeah, it's worth it. Yep. And if you don't speak up, that's when resentment starts to, to come through. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, ladies. This was super fun. I appreciate the impromptu uh, episode here. Um, for those listening, if you have any questions or want to reach out, you can email me or find me on Instagram. I am available. Um, thank you for listening and stay radical. Thank you for listening to Radical Stepmoms. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a like in the app and share our podcast with your fellow stepmamas. You can also follow us on our Instagram page at Radical Stepmoms Podcast, or if you have any questions or ideas, we would love to hear from you, and you can email us at Radical Stepmoms Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.